morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing on this Easter morning? Good morning. Good, 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 good. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, read uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2, and I'm gonna pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So let me read Romans uh, 1, 12, 1 through 2. It reads, "I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God." which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The word of God for the people of God. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, we want to just first thank you, Lord, for dying and resurrecting for our sins, Lord. Without you, Lord, we wouldn't be here today, Lord. Without you, Lord, we wouldn't be here with our families. We wouldn't be worshiping, Lord. We would be pitied above all, Lord, if you didn't resurrect, Lord. So, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you would be with me as I uh, uh, present your word, Lord. Uh, I'm not worthy to do it, Lord. Uh, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you would send down your Holy Spirit and open our hearts to your word, Lord, and help me to decrease so that you may increase, Lord. In the name of Lord, I pray and I thank you. Amen. So, uh, according to your bulletins, the, the title is Jesus's Next Top Model. Okay? Jesus's Next Top Model. Don't be laughing at me. All right. All right, look. Okay. So, when Latifia, my wife, and I were dating, she got me into a reality show called America's Next Top Model. For a while, this was my show. Now, don't judge me and don't laugh, okay? All right, so the show was about a number of female contestants who desired to be next top model. To be the next top model, you first had to present yourself to the modeling experts. Now, some of these contestants brought their own modeling experience to the show. Now, the former supermodel, Tyra Banks, who was over the show, stresses them not to conform to their modeling experience, but instead tells them to be transformed by this new experience. Now, the one who fully presents themselves doesn't conform and is allowed to be transformed eventually will become America's next top model. Now, we might never be America's next top model. Well, probably except for my wife. I got brownie points for that one, I know. But we can all be Jesus's next top model. Like the show, these contestants have to model Tyra Banks. We also have to, as well, we also have to model Christ. But for us to do this, we have to live right. So how can we live right on this Easter morning? How can we test and discern what the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect to him? How can we be Jesus's next top model? And how can we ask the Lord for the wind to stop blowing just for a few minutes? <laughs> so the three ways is to present. Do not be conformed, but be transformed. So let's look at our first point. 
Romans 12, 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Now, those that have ever led a teen Bible study or a, a youth talk will tell you that the most important part of that talk or of that Bible study is the application. Teens want to know, well, what does that have to do with me? I believe this is the most important part for adults as well. So Paul here begins the application portion of the talk in the book of Romans. He, he says, because of the mercies of God, this is how it should apply. Through the previous chapters, we learned many examples of his mercy. Uh, his love, his favor, benefits, being adopted, his right, you know, us being made right, us being accepted without any prerequisite, and etc., etc. Paul says, because of this, our life should be a living sacrifice. But what does it mean to be a sacrifice? It means to fully give yourself up to something or somebody. Now, in the Greek, this phrase is, is, is living sacrifice is written in red, sacrifice living. This indicates that being a living sacrifice is a lifestyle of presenting your, all of who you are to be sacrificed. So here's an example. Uh, you, know, you know, in the book of John, you know, and, I, and Trinity, y'all just finished going through the book of John. I know y'all probably like, here we go. That's all right. I think Thomas gets a lot of flack for not believing without seeing. You got to remember, the resurrection is an actual historical event that happened. Jesus actually died, and he actually rose from the dead. And the New Testament has several sources of eyewitnesses' accounts of the resurrection. I think for me, the best is 2 Peter 1-16 through that says, For we did not uh, follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. You would find out in John 20 that Thomas dismisses other disciples' eyewitnesses reports of Jesus. Thomas says, I need to see the nails, the nail marks. I need to touch them. I, I want to put my hand near the side where he was pierced. Otherwise, I won't believe. Of course, later that week, Jesus shows up and tells Thomas to touch him where he was wounded. Once Thomas did a thorough inspection, he shouts, my Lord, my God. This is the day Thomas presents himself as a sacrifice living. By offering his body, his life is over to Christ. He is able to do this because he sees Jesus, who he himself presented his body as a sacrifice for our sin. And, resurrection, and resurrected to be an actual living sacrifice. All right, let me see if I can get this thing going, you know, because the wind is like crazy right now. Here we go. Just, I don't know how they preached outside back in uh, apostolic time when the wind was blowing, but we'll, but we'll be all right. All right. Didn't have little clips. Okay. So, look, let's face it. We don't fully present ourselves as a living sacrifice before a resurrected Savior. We become a cheap bargain basement picky, stingy, part-time living sacrifice. But when it comes to our idolatry, uh-oh, we give the best. We become a lay-out-the-best Louis Vuitton Rolls-Royce 
Stacy Adam, Brooks' brother, Prada, what living sacrifice. Sometimes we even, sometimes we think if we give ourselves over to Christ, he might reject us because of our mistakes. So instead, we present Christ with our works, our goodness, our morality, our self-righteousness, our political views that we think he should agree with. No, no, this is all a step of faith. Christ wants every part of you, yes, even the broken, idolatrous, unacceptable parts. In the words of Janet Jackson, doesn't matter if you're feeling insecure. Doesn't matter if you're feeling so unsure. Because I'll take away the doubt within your heart and show that my love will never hurt or harm. Doesn't matter with the pain we've gone through. Doesn't matter if the money's gone too. Just as long as I'm with you, nobody but you. Baby, 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 your love for me, unconditional, I see. All right, now look, there'll be no more Janet Jackson references uh, in the rest of the sermon, I promise, okay? All right, so let's go on. The next point is, do not be conformed. Romans 12, 2, it reads, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So this word, world, and some of your translations might be age or pattern of this world. When Paul is speaking of this, he, he is speaking of a sinful systematic pattern. Now remember, we learned about this pattern when we first read Romans. Romans 1, remember, when Paul speaks uh, about how mankind has exchanged God's truth for a lie. This is the world that Paul is speaking of not to conform to. He's telling us not to remodel or transform our lifestyle to the systematic pattern of this world. This is not a suggestion. It's an imperative when you look it up. It is a command. This is not something that Paul is saying, well, if you don't want to, I mean, I think you can do it, but you know. No, it's not a gray area. Paul is saying, do not do it. My wife and I lived in Baltimore for seven years. My wife taught at the school, New Song Academy, and I was the youth pastor at the church, New Song Community Church. My wife and I both taught and mentored some of the same students in one way or another. We weren't the only ones, along with several other teachers, church leaders and pastors and program leaders. We uh, gave several opportunities that would lead these students to transformation. It was a struggle because the norm and the alternative was to conform to the lifestyle of the drug life, unwanted pregnancies, joblessness, and sometimes fatherlessness. You begin to see what Paul is saying, they exchange God's truth for a lie. There are some families, teens and young adults who believe that it's okay to sell drugs if you want to feed your family. It's okay to get pregnant because, hey, my sister did it, we all did it, we, we all got thanked for it. It's okay to not have a father. I mean, I don't need him anyway. It is what it is. Now, this is, this is just one example of what it means to conform. Here are some other examples of how we conform to the world. Like the world, we accept sin as a normal practice, expression, experience, or even a small mental illness. Another example is that, is that we become unbiased to other choices, truths, beliefs, and teaching. We don't want to 
the closed-minded, we like closed-minded Christians or or intolerant Christians or bigoted Christians, we, we sometimes reluctantly or enthusiastically conform thinking it will bring peace, tolerance, truth, belief in teaching, or even transformation. Now, the book of James speaks about this. He, he says, why are you connecting and conforming to the world who blasphemes Christ's name? Paul deals with this several times in the Corinthian church who struggles with the conformity in the Greek world. Now, look, conformity doesn't bring transformation. It brings desolation. You know what desolation means? It means emptiness, destruction, misery, sadness, gloom, sorrow. I believe we all have felt or dealt with a number of these things, and I guarantee all of the money in the world that none of it brought you transformation. But I will guarantee you, Christ is the one who brings true transformation. Let's go to my last point. Uh-oh, tape it on tour. Don't worry, I have it on computer. All right, so be transformed, Romans 12, 2. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I love this word transform. This word in the Greek means to, it means metamorpho. But what does that sound like? Metamorphosis, right? Which means to change. If you grew up watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you would know that they would, it would be morphin time. Okay. So Jesus likes saying this more for time. Sorry, that was a bad joke. It's okay. It's okay. To me, the best translation is to change your entire essence of your of your nature. This is a, a sanctification process. You you've been transformed more and more into God's model. I mean, think about a butterfly, right? Or a caterpillar going to a butterfly, right? It doesn't matter how fast or slow something transforms, it still has to go through stages. Stage one doesn't look like stage four. Stage two is longer than stage three. I say this because there are times that we feel like we are not transforming. But I'm here to tell you that Christ is transforming you. You are no longer the same person. You are going through a metamorpho, even if it takes time. You know, one of the most historical, uh, accurate historical movies was the movie Glory. Uh, the movie Glory was about an all-black regiment, regiment of the 54th Massachusetts Infantry. The 54th was commanded by Colonel Robert Goulshaw. In the movie, though, the, the recruit named Tripp, played by Denzel Washington, who people say I sort of look like, uh, the young one, young one. Is a he is a runaway slave who is bitter, aggressive, and angry due to slavery. So of course he doesn't trust Colonel Shaw, who's played by Matthew Broderick. In the end of the movie, in view of his men, Colonel Shaw, along with the flag bearer, takes lead and is shot and killed in battle. Trip then takes lead grabs the fallen flag, encouraging his fellow soldiers to push forward even at the sight of their fallen commander. Of course, this leaves him open to gunfire too, and he is shot and killed in battle. What transforms Tripp's heart? He saw that Robert, 
Colonel Robert was willing to sacrifice his life for his soldiers. Tripp had been dehumanized as a slave, which pushed the false pre, the pre, uh, the per perception that his life wasn't valued enough that someone would actually go before him and die for him. Have you ever felt devalued? But when he saw that he died for him, it transformed his heart to be a living sacrifice as well. So how can we be Jesus's next top model? How can we live right? How can we test and discern what is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect to him? Here is the answer. We can't. None of us can. All we can do is step out on faith and trust Christ's sacrifice in view of all his mercies and present ourselves as a living sacrifice. Lord, I can't get it right. I see who I am. I've given my whole self to you. I want to give my whole self to you. You see, I have conformed. I've, I've done it my way and it has led me to nothing. It led me to ruin. It led me to broken relationships. It led me to more idolatry. It led me to more arrogance. It led me to sorrow. It led me to emptiness. It led me to being suicidal. It led me to depression. Yes. Now, Lord, I present my whole being over to you. Yes. I want to be a sacrifice living. Lord, transform me and do it now. Transform me into the woman, into the man you want me to be, into the student you want me to be, into the husband, into the wife you want me to be, into the employee, employer you want me to be, into the father or mother you want me to be, into the person you want me to be, so that I can live right, test and discern what is good, acceptable, and perfect to you. Let me be your next top model. I leave you with the, the words of William Don, uh, McDowell. In his song, he says, I give myself away so you can use me. Take my heart, take my life as a living sacrifice. Yes. All my dreams, all my plans, Lord, I place them in your hands. I give myself away so you can use me. Let's pray. Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you would change our heart, Lord. Transform us, Lord. Forgive us for conforming. Forgive us for exchanging your truth for a lie, Lord. Lord, we see your mercies, Lord. We see your goodness, Lord. We see what you are doing. So, Lord, please change us, Lord. Change me, Lord. Change all of us, Lord, into a living sacrifice, Lord, that is acceptable to you. And, Lord, we pray. In your name, Lord, we pray and we thank you. Amen.